Hey Divas, we are so happy you joined us for today's podcast. We are three best friends on a mission to grow closer to God and encourage others to do the same. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram for more uplifting content throughout the week. Let us know if you have any topics you'd like to hear or if you have any prayer requests. We hope you enjoy the episode. You got something on your shirt. No! Right there. Oh, oh that cobbler just it looks like chocolate, chocolate though oh, where'd you get chocolate <laughs> mm, where'd you, mm, where'd you get chocolate yeah. <laughs> and see that anyway. see just kind of, no just keep it Tonight we're going to be having an honest discussion about hate. And just a warning, if you hear some noises going on upstairs, they're having a baseball championship party. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's like the semifinals. Something like that. Yeah, Yeah, you can tell I watch a lot of baseball. Very excited, so. Yeah, so if you hear someone yelling in the background, hopefully, you know, no one's dying. They belong to me. <laughs> so, um, so we're gonna be having an honest discussion about hate. Um, it's not totally gonna be about baseball, I promise. <laughs> um, but I just want to start off like asking y'all, what when you hear hate, like what do you think of? I mean, for me, like I think it's a negative thought or um, something, you know, a thought towards a person or something that turns, that gradually turns into more of those negative thoughts and eventually turns into hate. Um, Because I thought of a movie or a show that we watch and this woman, uh, something happened with another person and it made them angry. And so they got like a little black spot in their heart. And like, of course it's like, you know, but anyways. And so gradually that turned into more black on their heart and eventually her whole heart turned black because she was just couldn't get over that one mm-hmm. you know feel one feeling that she had about that person or that feeling she had about that person so it eventually turned into hate yeah i don't know i guess i always think of it as like the strongest emotion mm. um you know as opposed to love i feel like love is the strongest emotion on one end of the spectrum and hate is the strongest on the other end of the spectrum mm-hmm. um so that's why I feel like I've never really hated because I feel like that's just so definite and strong to say that you hate something or someone. So I, know, I remember growing up, like our mom, like never let us use the word hate until mm-hmm. we were like really old. Because I think it's because it is such a strong, you know, definite emotion. Mm-hmm. It's a word that people throw out a lot, mm-hmm. though. I mean, just like love, but hate is one that you know, like oh, I hate that. Like, do you really do you really hate? Like, like what's that about? Like, just like food too. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, I hate turnip greens. I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's definitely, and I feel like we do that with love too. You know, mm-hmm. we've cheapened it so much. It's like I love pizza. For sure. Yeah, pizza completes me. <laughs> yeah, does it? It probably is like ninety percent of me because I ate a lot of pizza this weekend. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> but yeah, so hate is something that we hear a lot. We hear a lot about hate, especially right now. Oh, mm-hmm. I just feel like everyone's talking about hate. Mm-hmm. But we we want to look at it from a biblical standpoint as well as from an earthly standpoint. So I looked up the Google definition of hate, and it says to dislike something intensely or passionately. So when you talk about it like that, like there, I think there's a lot of things that I dislike intensely. Mm-hmm. And honestly, for me, 
I was in complete denial about hate. I was one of those people who are like, oh, I just, you know, there may be some things I don't like, but I don't know, hate. Until I met my match one day and <laughs> it was a slow progression and it was just little things that really shouldn't matter to mm -hmm. me. But as they built up and the more and more I could combine them with everything else that mm -hmm. was going on, I realized that I hated somebody and it was terrible. So let's look at what the Bible says about hate. Do y'all have any, any verses on what the Bible says? First uh, John four twenty says, "If anyone says I love God and hates his brother, he is a liar. For he who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God whom he has not seen." And then uh, Proverbs ten verse twelve says, "Hatred stirs up strife, but love conquers all, covers all offenses." So that kind of covers hate and love, you know, mm -hmm. the yeah. two contrasts. Yeah, that First John four twenty. That's the one I got, and that one just really stood out to me, and. It's something I forget about, um, that you can't love God. You can't mm -hmm. say that you love God and h turn around and hate someone else. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people do that. And they they may not, you know, think at first, like, oh, I don't really hate them. Like, I just don't like them. But, like, are you doing the things that, you know, is the same thing as hate? Like, are you having those same feelings that someone who hates someone does? You know, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. 1 John has a lot of verses about hate because there's mm -hmm. one in first john chapter 2 verse 9 which says you know a lot of the same things it says whoever says that he is in the light and hates his brother he is still in darkness and then in first john chapter 3 verse 15 it says everyone who hates his brother is a murderer and you know that no murderer has eternal life if you think of it like that, and we talk about, you know, brothers, we are like, oh, I don't hate my brother, you know, mm -hmm. or your brother and sister in Christ. But, you know, um, when when he talks about brothers, um, can you apply that to, to your neighbors or to your mm -hmm. coworkers or to your friends or hopefully not your friends, but maybe your friends? And, you know, if you hate that person in the eyes of God, it's the same as murdering them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really intense to yeah, think about. <laughs> I've murdered a lot of people. Mm. Wow. God, I'm serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, it's okay. I love serial killers. <laughs> oh, that makes sense when we're best friends. Um, but, yeah. So, when whenever I found that I had that hate in my heart, um, it really made me think of, like, why, why we hate people or why mm. we hate anything why do we hate things what do y'all think i started studying and i uh, came across this thing that said that differences cause people to, to hate and it's just you know if someone's different from you different views or different you know looks then you have that fear because they're so different from you that you just choose to hate them because it's like a misunderstanding between the the differences and instead of admitting that there's a misunderstanding there you, you turn that into hating because when you admit something it's a sign of weakness you know the the other one which is a big one for me and I've I've had in the past is um, jealousies and most of the time those jealousies are from insecurities um you know if some like if somebody is do like really successful at their job or their sport or whatever it is that you know in school um a lot of times we look at that and we're like, oh, I hate them. They're so good at this, you know, instead of being like, you go, 
you go girl, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. like you studied and you made an A on the test and I'm over here not studying, making a C <laughs> or a D, you know, and I'm hating you because of that. Like, um, you know, I think we just need to change our view and, and that, that's in everything, not just school, of mm-hmm. course. Um, cause for some reason we, we think that it's bad to be successful, other people to be successful, mm-hmm. you know, it's bad of them. And we, instead of being like, you know what, I need to look at myself and I want to be like that too. So I'm mm-hmm. going to live up to my potential. Um, another one is like confident, um, people, a lot of people hate confident people. Like that's just, they put off that energy and people are like, Oh, like I just can't stand her. Cause she's just so confident. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like, why do we do that? Why do we not like confident people? Because most of the time when you get back home, you're like, oh, I just wish I could be like her. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. yeah. But to their face, you're like, oh, I hate you. I think it's important to, like, remember, too, that life's not a competition with yeah. people, you know? Yeah. I know we are really competitive in school, and it's like, oh, well, she's the valedictorian, mm-hmm. or she's the MVP of the game, or you know she's first chair in the band but Mm -hmm. you know when you get into life at the the depth of it it's not like god awards first place trophies to you know you get the best seat at the table you know that's not how heaven works Mm -hmm. you don't get the biggest mansion if you you know got the most last to leaders trophies you know that's not how it works but you know a lot of times in life we think that if someone has something that we don't have mm-hmm. then you know that makes them better or if if someone it has a certain characteristic that we don't have then they're you know get an extra star on their life report card but it's not like that mm-hmm. you know you're your own person and you have to be confident in that mm-hmm. and i know for especially for myself um i think Sometimes the biggest person I hate is myself, mm-hmm. um, you know, because of insecurities or jealousy. Um, you know, we can be our biggest critics sometimes. I know I am. Yeah. Um, you know, it could be low self-esteem or low self-confidence or you're just having trouble finding your place or your identity. You know, you're still trying to find out who you are. And so, you know, you try to be like other people. I know that was, that's big when you're a teenager, especially you're trying to figure out where you fit in and, and you know, what kind of person you're going to be when you grow up, just mm-hmm. in general, not like a career. Um, and so, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm very hard on myself. I think I've said this on here several times um, because I had this, you know, idea that I have to be perfect. I have to have everything put together and all together at all times. And, you know, if I don't have certain things that I think I should have by this time, by my own internal timeline, you know, then I, instantly it's something I'm doing wrong. And I just, you know, I, dog myself just sometimes mm-hmm. you know just sometimes I look in the mirror and think what are you doing why don't you have these things and you know that, that's definitely not good for myself for my mental health um but you know I'm a imperfect person trying to make perfect standards for myself and there's standards that I'll never live up to but luckily we have a God who isn't human who is perfect mm-hmm. and he's gonna love me no matter what and um you know, if a perfect God, a perfect being can love me and all my imperfect and all my flaws, then surely I can love myself and love other people who are, you know, just as human and make other flaws. Because I know a lot of times I'm a lot less harsh than other people, mm-hmm. you know, because they'll be like, they may do something that hurts my feelings or they don't have their, you know, things put together. And I excuse that because they're human and you're mm-hmm. not going to have everything at all times. But for some reason, you know, I have a hard time with myself. Mm-hmm. Um because I mean, we're all going to inevitably mess up and make mistakes. 
Um, so, you know, forgive yourself like you would forgive someone else for messing up and encourage yourself like you would encourage someone else who's having trouble. Um, it doesn't mean you stop striving to be your best just because you're, you're not going to be perfect, but you, I think you should still try to do your best and be the best version and best person you can be. But give yourself a break sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when I was in high school, I had that mindset of trying to be like everybody else. Um, I didn't like who I was. Uh, you know, I put myself down. And I was jealous of others, so that turned into hate towards others. Um, and, you know, one day I just decided that, you know, I, I kind of asked myself, like, who am I? Like, what mm-hmm. what do I like? Like, I, I think it was after I got out of high school. Like, I don't even know if I like country. Do I like country music? You know, like, <laughs> or did I just listen to that? Because, like, that was the questions that I was asking myself because I was that lost trying to be like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And I think step one is, of course, stop hating others. Stop being jealous and stop hating others. And then stop hating yourself and then just be you. And it, you will feel so much better mm-hmm. if you just love who you are and be who you are. We also need to talk about, like, why it's bad from an earthly perspective. Um, so one of the reasons that I came up with is that it kind of causes some paranoia, mm-hmm. or it did for me. So, like, when I've found those people that I hate man I sound like a terrible person <laughs> just hating on everybody but when I found this just people. being real <laughs> just being real um it caused a lot of paranoia for me because anytime they would say anything to mm-hmm. me whether it was hey Ava I really like your shirt I'm thinking like what are they trying to get at me mm-hmm. like she doesn't really like that shirt she's just saying that because she knows I don't like it or you know, this color is not the most flattering on me. So it was like <laughs> everything that they said was wrong. It didn't matter what it was. They could say that the sky was blue and I'd be like, look outside. It's like, it kind of has a grayish tint to me. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, um, you don't want to be on my bad side. Apparently. <laughs> I mean, I think hate is addictive just like any other, yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of other sins. It can just, you know, draw you in and I I think I've thought this. I think I've told y'all this before, like about some people that we've, I may have had an annoyance with. I won't say hate. I don't like to say hate because mm-hmm. it's so strong. But it's just like when something bothers you about someone, everything they do mm-hmm. can just get on your nerves. Like you said, it can be the simplest thing. But you're just like, oh, I can't believe they said that or they mm-hmm. did that. Mm-hmm. And I just, oh, I've been working on it a lot lately <laughs> with um, some people, but it's, yeah, it can, it just makes you feel terrible just in general. Yeah, it can ruin your day. I mean, yeah. really, one little thing that they do and your whole day's ruined. And if you just change the way you view that person, then, you know, you won't. they won't affect you that way yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easier said than done, but still. <clears throat> yeah. And, you know, something else that, that you're kind of talking about is that it causes a lot of negative thoughts for Mm -hmm. you and not just necessarily directed towards them but then you kind of start thinking about like well you know do I have those characteristics that I'm thinking that she thinks that I have Mm -hmm. it's a lot of mind games because it's like you're thinking that they're thinking the worst in you because you're thinking the worst about them so it's a lot of a lot of negative and you have a lot of negative outlooks where you're like I don't even want to go to that thing because she might be there and that would just you know I just can't even stand to look at her Mm -hmm. I mean for me too um especially in high school was like if I hated some that one person it's like whoever hung out with that person is like oh I hate you too like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like oh you know and I never even gave him a chance 
and I think a lot of women and teenage girls get caught up in that mm-hmm. um they just and when you have that hate in your heart it's so much easier to hate other people yeah. other than that one person you know does that mm-hmm. make sense kind of spreads yeah it's it does easier to spread. It, it is because it attracts other people and that's weird to think that hate could attract friends but mm-hmm. it does it's like once you have something in your head and somebody else you're like oh you don't want this person either or whatever and just it brings in which brings in a whole lot of other issues like gossip Mm -hmm. and women always get that stereotype of their of being gossipers but sometimes we are Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah (laughs) yep and we try to play it off as we're just venting or Mm -hmm. we're just talking about the problem but Mm -hmm. or it's not gossip if it's true right (laughs) (laughs) right That's my favorite line. (laughs) But, you know, it does, there is a truth to, like, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Mm Because, like, you bond over that. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, it comes to a point where that's all you talk about is how much you can't stand that person and everything they do is wrong and terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It also can cause a lot of anger because, you know, like we've been talking about, all those negative thoughts build up and it can present as as anger and resentment towards towards people i'll also see a lot of anger whenever you um something has happened where you're holding a grudge against that person and that Mm -hmm. hate just builds in your heart and the saddest thing to me is like when you're holding that grudge against somebody and they don't even know that you're holding it against them Mm -hmm. you know there's a, a beautiful metaphor that says that um holding a grudge is like holding hot coals in your hand you know you're the only one who feels it and feels the effects of it but you're trying to hurt the other person with it and it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense because they're not getting hurt by it right. you're the one that's getting hurt mm-hmm. i totally just butchered that but. Yeah, i liked it, it <laughs> but i think that you know the hate comes in when you have that pride, when you're unwilling to forgive that person mm-hmm. for, for what they've done. And a lot of times the forgiveness isn't for them mm-hmm. because if, you know, in my circumstances, some of the people didn't even know that I hated them. Mm-hmm. But um, I knew in my heart that I did because I would just think about it all the time. And so when I finally kind of let go of my pride and forgave them of things that they didn't know that they had done, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it it really helped me more than anything. It was a selfish way of forgiving, I guess, because, you know, it didn't affect them. Mm-hmm. And um, and the, the one person that I'm thinking of that I realized that I hate people, the first person I ever hated... That I knew I hated. Um, you know, I, years later, I reached out to her and told her because I knew that I was a terrible person to her, and um, convinced myself that she was a terrible person to me. And so I, you know, reached out to her and apologized for all that I did. And her response wasn't great, but you know, that's that's her. That's on her. That's. I've I've asked for forgiveness and I've forgiven her. It's so freeing though, I think, because I mean I had um, a pain in my past that, you know, t- I t- turned into hate towards that person and and it was miserable. It was so miserable. And when I finally decided that I was done hating them, that there was no sense. It's not getting either of us anywhere. Um, that I just decided to drop it and you know get forgiveness for myself and ask forgiveness for them from them. 
And I just felt so free, like really. I just felt so much better because I was happier. Like when I thought of that person, saw that person, was around that person, I was happy. And it wasn't, you know, this miserable feeling that I'd felt in the past. So it's so freeing when you when you let go of that hate. Yeah. So how do we overcome hate? Some of the ways that I overcome hate, and it's still something I struggle with today, but is I try to, like, minimize my interaction with that person first and foremost. Mm. Um, which is more for me, and that's not how it needs to be forever. It's not like, oh, if I hate someone, then I'm just going to ignore them and never talk to them again. Like, that's not the solution. But it'll help you from digging yourself into a deeper hole. And then the next thing is to find the cause. Like, why why do you hate that person? Is it because that they've done something to you in the past? You know, have they hurt you? Is it because you're jealous of them? Find the cause, whatever that is. And once you find that cause, try to change your perspective on how they are viewing the situation if it's some kind of conflict that y'all have together try to take a step back from the conflict and turn your point of view to what they are saying Mm -hmm. and then once you do that use empathy you know try to feel what they're feeling and seeing if your actions are at fault here you know most of the time with hate i'm not gonna say it's a hundred percent your problem well it's your problem but it's not 100 percent your responsibility i'm not saying that you just go around hating people for no reason you know there's a reasonable hate but at the end of the day they're human too so you have to be able to come together and find a solution that solution may be hey you know we see things differently let's just agree to disagree mm-hmm. and move on with our lives mm-hmm. or it may be Going and talking with them and saying, hey, what you did really hurt me. I know these words probably didn't mean what I took them as, but when you say this, it makes me feel like this. Mm -hmm. And that's hard to do. It is. Mm -hmm. It sounds really easy, and it's not. You're just like, oh, we'll just have a conversation. No. (laughs) (laughs) If you're not a confrontational person, then that would just be worse than stabbing somebody, almost. Mm -hmm. So, um... Once you kind of figure out how you're going to handle the situation, then you can move forward with your life. I'm not saying that you can be best friends with everybody in the world. That's just not practical. Mm-hmm. But you can remove your the hate from your life, and you can love everyone. So what I talked about um, Monday, what I talked about Monday was in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4 through 8, where it talks about love. So this is a good time for you to evaluate your life and see if you are hating people or if you're loving people because I'm an opposites person, like I said Monday. So if you are not being patient with people, that may be a sign that you hate them. If you are being rude or arrogant or unkind or if you insist on your own ways, you know, those are some some signs that you that you hate those people. And with hate, you have to really evaluate yourself. Mm-hmm. First Corinthians 13, 2 says, I mean, at the end, it says we are nothing without love. And I just thought that was really, you know, like, wow, like if we mm-hmm. don't have love, we are nothing. 
doesn't matter if you're if you have faith about you know you have faith in God you know the Bible you read the Bible um you know you go to church you're nothing if you don't have love and that just really like wow you know I really want more love in my heart like I want and I think that's another way to overcome hate is filling your heart and mind and soul with more love and um you know love yourself um try to do things nice for others just constantly practicing practicing loving you know each other and I think a lot of times also in the church we try to justify hate and ex- and say that we don't hate the this the sinner we mm-hmm. just hate the sin you know you hear that phrase hate the sin love the sinner but do you actually apply that to mm-hmm. your to the people around you you know we're all sinners and so we all need to be humble in that and show each other love even in the middle of sin. Mm-hmm. But with hate, there is a right way to hate people. Not people. Strike that. <laughs> <laughs> there is a right way to hate, and it is not hating people. Yeah, It is hating actions. Um, so we need to learn to hate like God. So in Proverbs chapter 6... In verse 16 through 19, we learn about the things that God hates. Do you want to read that? Yeah. There are six things that the Lord hates, seven that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who brings out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. So we talked about two of those last week when we talked about lying but those are the things that we need to hate we don't need to hate the people that do those Mm -hmm. which is is sometimes hard for us to differentiate Mm -hmm. but you know we need to to despise those things we need to dislike them intensely and you know we need to advocate against those things so what what I want y'all to take away from this is that, you know, hating people is never okay. And a lot of times it does more harm to you than it does to them. So you need to remove hate from your heart and you need to fill it with the love of God. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> y'all got anything else? No. All righty. Well, I hope that y'all always remember. Be kind. Be humble. And that you are nothing without love. Bye. Bye.